Pod from a Chair. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pod from a Chair. I'm Steve Ginsburg, aka the Chair from the weekly blog Notes from a Chair. And I have with me, as per usual, my co host, right in the middle of the New York City snowstorm, but inside. For um, the, the executive editor of Notes and in a category of excellence all on her own, which you will understand in a second, Holly Van Buren. Hello, hello. <laughs> How are you? Are you holding I'm, up? I'm cold, but I'm good. I hesitate to say here in Los Angeles that we're, we're cold because it's, you know, in the, in the high 60s. So we can't say that, but mm-hmm. anyway. It's an LA cold, I'll accept it. You have no insulation in those places. And those it's really in true. It's, it's very really, true. So we are going to speak about the upcoming Oscar nominations, February 8th, right? Yes. And I was saying to Holly uh, just before, I said, I don't know why I'm so invested in this because I'm sure my students don't care. Well, I mean, they sort of care, but not really. Do you, we, Holly and I both teach uh, film and, and television on we- different coasts. Yeah, I would agree. I'm not sure that they care, but when I offer extra credit to guess the winners, then they care because then I incentivize them paying attention and then they get into it. So it's all about incentivizing, I guess. I think it's also, you know, I, I they were such a thing when I was growing up, you know, in the 60s and 70s. And I think that it's, you know, there's there so many awards now and it's changed a lot so that by the time you get to the Oscars, every, everybody's like, oh, God, okay. One last award. That being said, though, I still think the Oscars are the top, the the biggest achievement. If you told everyone, you know, come on over and hold my Oscar, come to my house, see my Oscar. I think people are still wowed by that, no matter what. Yes, You're right about that. It's also the coolest looking award, let's face it. 100%. It is a golden god worship, like idol. It's got it all. It's perfect. And I will will tell you, and I'm sure you've seen one in person, when you Mm -hmm. hold it in person, it doesn't disappoint. Mm -hmm. It's weighty. It's go. It it really, it does not disappoint. And as opposed to the Tony Award, which is on this little plastic stand. (laughs) Really? That's the Tony? I mean, these people. And the Emmy Emmy Award, which is so unwieldy that like you can't even hold it. And it's sharp and it's dangerous. dangerous. Yes, Yes, it's dangerous. The points of the Emmy goddess. Yeah. Yeah. The Oscar is just mm, chef's kiss. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So who deserves it? Who will get one? Who doesn't? We're not going to cover all of that, but we're going to cover some of it. So what categories do you want to start? Should we start at? Do you I think? think we should start with the big one. Who do you think is going to be nominated for Best Picture? Best let's, Picture. let's start right out from the gate. Okay. Uh- so in case people don't know this, back in the day, not so long ago, there were five Best Picture nominees. And now I think there can be up to 10. This year, right. it has to be 10. This year, oh, it has it to be required to be 10. Yes. Why? I'm not sure. I think it's because they opened it up to be 10 with the intent to be more inclusive of, let's say, blockbusters or maybe more theatrically popular films like Marvel movies, et cetera. Um, and it never kind of expanded to that amount. You know, we had seven here, eight here. So this year they said it has to be 10. Um, and I think that also kind of takes into consideration the fact that it's a little bit of a longer voting period, too, perhaps. Maybe there's just more movies. 
So yes, it okay. has it has to be ten, Steve. So now we're back into the world of everybody gets a trophy and oh, it's stop, hand, right? stop. Only one, only one of those ten is going to get the trophy. Not yeah, the they all get a certificate. They all get a certificate. So you know, we can talk about that on another podcast because <laughs> I, I find it. Oh, jeez. You know, yeah. can there just be five? And like, you know, no, whatever. All right. So this is what I think. I think Power of the Dog, Licorice Pizza, West Side Story, Being the Ricardos, those I feel like are definites. Yeah. I think likely Don't Look Up, the Adam McKay movie, which I think is a great idea. I don't know that I would nominate that. I think Spider-Man, which I have not seen because I haven't gone back to the movie theater yet, but I have a feeling that will get a nomination, which I would not mind. You do, so you really think. I really do. I think that, I think in the other categories, you know, I watched Dune and I think it's as good of an adaptation of Dune that you can do, Best Picture, not so sure. Mm. Uh, Drive My Car, I was telling Holly, I just watched. I think that will get a nomination. Um, I'm not sure about Tick, Tick, Boom. Maybe that will be number 11. I guess, um, oh, also King Richard. I forgot that. I think for sure that's going to get a nomination. Really? I thought yeah, that I was only for sure going to be a Will Smith nomination, but you think, of the, you think it stands up for Best Picture? Yeah, I mean, I don't I, I don't think I would nominate it. I thought it was actually quite well done for what it is, but I have a feeling it might. The one that everybody seems to think is going to get nominated that I guess now that you've told me there are 10, I didn't realize that is Macbeth, which I will be honest and say I got through an hour of it. And I thought, you know what? No. I'm not in. No. <laughs> it's all an, hour, an hour into it, you're like, life's too short. Life's I too love short. Too, you know, Denzel Washington, Francis McDormand are great. But I can say this as an older person, as somebody their age, they're too old. They're just too freaking old mm, to be, to do, and they have no chemistry, I didn't think. They're great yeah. actors, though. And who knows? I mean, I suppose... It is a shot, but I don't. Uh, yeah. What do you think about Belfast? Oh shoot, I forgot that. Yes, I think that's definitely on the list. I Belfast. mean, my list, my my list really of the top five would be Power of the Dog, Belfast, Being the Ricardos, West Side Story, and Licorice Pizza. You know, there's a lot of wiggle room. Yeah. When you're as when you're as big as Steven Spielberg is, and the same thing with Aaron Sorkin, I mean, I do think being the Carters will be nominated, and I yeah. it's one of my favorite movies of the year. I just really enjoyed it. it. There's also a sort of weird backlash resentment factor, I think, with the Oscars, although he is so he is really the royalty of Hollywood. So I, you know, I don't know that that will happen to him, but there is sometimes that. The voting, the voting uh, membership has changed. It's much more inclusive. So it makes it more interesting, you know, in terms of what will and what won't get nominated. Do you think there's space for small indie movies like Coda? Like, yeah. do you think that there's space for those or like Lost Daughter even like sneaking in there? I tend to think that the films that have been more accessible, so meaning that they're on streaming, Netflix, whatever, whatever, whichever ones kind of did some kind of hybrid, I think will get more votes because more people have seen yeah. them. Don't you think? I mean, I know, yes, you get screen- I know you get screeners, but let's be honest, people are more likely to just go right onto Netflix and watch what's there. Don't you think? I, I agree with that. However, the people that are nominating the movies are get all get screeners. Well, no, so, I know. But what I'm saying is, is there going to be more support for ones that they maybe watched even before they got the screen? Oh, maybe. Coda was, Coda was definitely on my runner up list. Lost Daughter. I 
<laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, you know, it's not a dismissal of the movie. It's just, it's a tough movie. I don't know. I don't think so. I do think it has a better chance of getting um, a writing nomination. Then, and, and I think it will get an actor nomination. I'm not sure it will get a Best Picture nomination. So we'll see. Well, you got a lot on your list there. And since there's 10, I mean, you're, I, I'm going to say Steve probably named every single one that's going to be nominated in, in that list. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> you can't really, you know, you know, you can't really lose. I mean, it's not as if I'm making some grand prediction when you have 10. That's what I'm saying. It's right. almost like you're, you're. But let's, uh, but let's see if their gambit works with like, it has to be 10. Is that, does that mean that Spider-Man's going to get in there? I think I it know. will. I haven't seen it. So I suppose I shouldn't be prognosticating that but everybody that i know that's seen it even people who are not even vaguely spider-man fans really like it they all everyone i've talked to all three of them know all like you know probably 10 or 15 or 20 people from different areas of, of life i haven't read a, a real negative thing about it well well, well. And, and it's not unusual that no with 10 that that a box office movie would get in there. That's also really good. Yeah. That's the other thing. Sure. So. Listen, get more of our students to watch, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's there's this rumor that Tom Holland and Zendaya are going to be the co-hosts of the Oscars, but we'll see. Well, isn't that an interesting thing to not know yet? Obviously, like we're you know, we're gonna get the nominations that we're gonna find out about the hosts. Like I wonder if like the sort of groundswell of support for Spider-Man will like push them up. But I'm I mean, Tom Holland is a song and dance man. I wouldn't be mad about him hosting the Oscars. I think that I think it would be an interesting choice. Well, you know, they, there's a hundred different ways they can go. Yeah. So I, I don't know why, you know, why not? It, it can undo the young, younger person, James Franco and Hathaway curse from, uh, was that a decade ago? I don't even that remember. That was a decade ago and you can't see it because you're listening on a podcast, but I'm making a, a real stink face because that <laughs> was just, to even, to even be able to recall that it just, it was such a nothing. They were, they were sort of terrible, but not even terrible enough for it to be, Right. The comments on it was such a nothing when they hosted. It was just you know it's known as the it's known as the thankless job. Except well, yeah. somebody except if somebody does it and they do a great job at it. You know, like what back in the day when Whoopi Goldberg did it or Billy Crystal, a, or right? Billy, yeah, I mean, yeah. Be, he became an institution with it. But then the yeah. people who had to follow him, you know, it it's a really difficult really really difficult job yeah we'll see but personally I, I tom holland would be a great choice i mean he's going to be starring in a fred astaire biopic so i mean it would be good for him to be out there being legitimized beyond being um as john oliver calls him spider twerp which i love what yeah. he calls him that. <laughs> that's repetitively redundant yes <laughs> this is the whole point of spider spider-man is a twerp as a, a twerp spider as a, twerp as a short guy from queens that i am can say that's the whole point of spider-man you really what, you really what, whatever whatever all, all right, right i guess i guess from best picture let's get into best director where there will only be five nominees so it will only uh, be five. who do you whose name do you expect to hear when they announce those nominations i for sure expect to hear jane campion i for sure expect to hear kenneth brano i for sure expect to hear paul thomas anderson for Licorice Pizza. So it's Power of the Dog, Belfast, Licorice Pizza. I probably will hear Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I'm not 100% sure, but probably. It's tricky. Then I think the other two people on the list, even though there'll only be five, will either be uh, uh, Dennis uh, 
Villeneuve for, I think that's how you pronounce his name, yes, for, June, for June, yeah. or Ryosuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. I think it's, he could be a surprise nominee. There's such a groundswell for that movie, but it's it's tricky. You know, there's always a, there's always that sixth slot that yep. doesn't get the recognition. So who would you leave out for the list, from the list? I mean, I don't know that Dune for me, I mean, it was an incredibly well-directed movie impossible thing pretty impossible thing to adapt and he didn't they didn't adapt it fully they only did part of the book so to me that was what was not satisfying it but visually and all that it was great i'll spare my opinions on each of the movies so (laughs) uh or should i i don't know well no i mean look a director normally if 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 you like the film you can appreciate the direction but there are some times when a film that you don't particularly like is well directed so like yeah absolutely i mean those two things don't necessarily have to go together but i think you're right about um hamaguchi for drive my car because in the last three or four oscars there's always been someone who snuck in like from a like bringing the more international film directors into the fold you know um so i think that that's a definitely that that would be quite a spoiler especially if he got the nomination over uh someone like spielberg who um who i i read interestingly enough just got his um dga nomination and now he is somebody who's been nominated for a dga award in the 70s 80s 90s 2000s 2010s and 2020s wow insane so it's like it's i mean beyond beyond so i mean it's quite a stellar list i'm very glad to hear you say jane campion is a sure bet no no chance that the woman gets erased from the picture here oh no there's no Okay, good. Way chance in hell you could bet, you know, a million dollars on it. I have issues with that movie. I think as a gay person, I found it to be somewhat passively homophobic. I did. In that it there's a there's a whole homosexual subtext. It's not so much of a subtext, but there's a whole homosexual storyline that's very vague and not quite dealt with, that it ultimately became just a reason, something to hang part of the movie on that they never really explain or it's, it's very vague. And I, I felt like that's, that's more like something I would have seen in a movie from the 60s and 70s and it's based on a book from that uh, time period. Right, right. So it, it really bothered me because I thought this is so interesting and then it became almost titillating, you know? Mm. It, 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 and I don't think that gives away too much for people who haven't seen the movie. The movie's gorgeous to look at. So you th- yeah, I was going to say, so then you think that she'll be nominated for a director because of the look of the film and the way that the film is sort of constructed. I do think so. But I also think that there's a lot of people, I'm in the minority, who love this movie and it's their favorite movie of the year. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, it becomes taste after a while. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I watched, as I was saying to you, I watched uh, Drive My Car last night. It's three hours. I thought it was, I thought it was really well made and really fascinating. And it's long. It's long, very existential, very speechy. I think I was saying to you, Holly, or somebody else, it reminded, it's like a Japanese Ingmar Bergman movie is what it's felt like to me. Um, it's original. Yeah. And he deserves a lot of credit for it. And, and actually, so is Power that all of those movies are, are, are quite original. That's yeah. what all the ones, I, all the directors that I mentioned. Yeah. You know, runner, you know, runner up. I mean, I was not a fan of, of, of this version of Macbeth. Uh, I don't think Joel Cohen will be nominated. Sean Hedder for, uh, Hedder or Hader, I, I think it's Hedder, um, for Coda, that was well-directed. 
Uh, but I don't think, you know, that's going to show up. Aaron Sorkin, I would definitely give a nomination to. I'm not so sure he's going to get one for right. the Ricardos. And Pedro Almodovar, Carol Mothers was yeah. a really interesting movie. Also, he's been nominated before. I think that the that Hamaguchi is going to get the foreign film slot if such a thing even freaking exists. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I so, think so. Yeah, those are the, those are the runner, runners up, I think crowded fields indeed all right let's let's get on on into uh best actor who do you think's name we'll hear for that one okay so let me just say up front will smith is gonna win will smith for really? King you best think best. he's gonna be really you think he's gonna beat benedict cumberbatch absolutely wow absolutely will smith has never won will smith it was a really good performance He's never won. I mean, there's a lot. He's one of the biggest box office stars in the world. You know, he's been overlooked a couple of times. And I, I just think it's his year. I really do. I also think, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to get nominated. Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos. A lot of people think Denzel, Denzel, like I know him. You but, do. Uh, Speak yeah. like you know him. I like it. I do. <laughs> I actually met him once. He used to own this restaurant called Georgia. And I went with friends the first few weeks it opened. And there he was greeting people at the door. I love that. Oh, One of the most weird. handsome guys in person oh. you would ever meet. So uh, I don't know that he's going to get nominated. I think I have not seen the movie, but I have this feeling that Peter Dinklage is going to get nominated for Cyrano. And you think over Bradley Cooper for Nightmare Alley? Yes, I do. Because I think Bradley Cooper's going to get a nomination for something else, which we'll talk about. Interesting. Yeah. See, I think it's interesting that we're kind of thinking about it as Will Smith versus Benedict Cumberbatch, but there's a lot of support for Andrew Garfield and Tick, Tick, Boom. Let me just say who I will most be rooting for is Andrew Garfield and Tick, Tick, Boom. Interesting. Why is that? I think that it was one, one of the best performances of the year, if not the best, because I think he, A, he is not a singer. He did all of his own singing. And I think that it was a nearly impossible task. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he convinced, well, he was a composer who was singing, but, but really he was, I, I don't know how he convinced us of all of that. I, it really is magic. You know, I thought it was magical. I really did. I mean, I, obviously I'm a gay guy who likes musicals and I'm from <laughs> New York City. So, you know. All right, check, check, check. Yeah, got it, check, got check, it. check. But I, boy, I thought he was good and he, the acting was great. The whole movie depends well, on him being I was great. just going to say that. He is the whole movie. So when yeah. you're thinking about best actor, I mean, the whole film is him. So yeah. to me, you know, if we hear that film get nominated for best picture, even if it makes yeah. one of the top 10, I think he's for sure going to win actor. I think yeah. I think Will Smith might be overlooked again. I'm sorry to say. No, he might be. I but, he'll get, be. but he'll get a nomination, which absolutely is deserved for, for King Richard. Absolutely. I would be thrilled if Andrew Garfield won. I would not be thrilled if Benedict Cumberbatch won because of my issues with the movie, although he was great in the movie. But um, I mean, and, he'll, and look, look, he'll look very nice in a tuxedo. He'll look very good. There'll be a good fashion moment with those cheekbones, and that beautiful face. He'll be OK. He won't be. He, <laughs> and he, won't, be, he won't be encrusted in mud. So no, I think he'll have showered for the Oscars to yeah, show up. I, I think. The other the dark horse also is Cooper Hoffman. Uh, yes. Hoffman's son for a. Uh, for licorice pizza, but I don't think yeah. he's going to be nominated. Yeah. But. All right, let's take us into best actress. 
Okay. I, I, uh, I, I demand you do this uh, category with the uh, uh, Gaga House of Gucci accents, please. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Lady, I, can't, I can't quite do her accent. Well, because Lady it's completely Gaga. nondescript. Is it House Russian? Of, Is it Italian? House, we don't know. House of Gucci. <laughs> Lady Gaga, House of Gucci. Okay, now she sounds, she sounds, uh, she doesn't, definitely doesn't sound like that accent. No, no. Um, I think Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, for sure. Yeah. Olivia Coleman, Lost Daughter, for sure. Lady Gaga, House of Gucci, uh, pretty sure. The other two, here's what I think. I think Jennifer Hudson's going to get nominated for Respect. Um, really? She, yeah, she got a SAG, I think, I believe she got a SAG nomination. And I don't you know, we take it for granted the, the voice, right? But I mean, who else could have been? Who else could have done that to that effect? I mean, Cynthia Riva did it in the TV version. Well, but, but you know that that Aretha explicitly said it had to be Jennifer Hudson. And if there I, was a movie made about her that Jennifer Hudson had to play her. Period. Full stop. So I mean, the Queen said it was going to be so, and she made it so. Yeah. I also think Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. It was a really interesting movie and her performance was fantastic. A lot of people think that that Jessica Chastain's gonna be nominated for playing Tammy Faye. Um, uh, I didn't see the movie because I had an, I just have had enough of living through the Bakers <laughs> and the documentary and all that. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm sure she's great in it. And then a lot of people thought Kristen Stewart would get nominated for playing Diana, but she also didn't get a SAG nomination. And that's a really big voting block. What and do you I, think that's about? Because there was so much support for her early on. I, Where, I what, think, why did it wane? I think it's a really strange movie. I just think, and, and there's been so much about Diana and so many people have played Diana, but she, you know, she, she, she was good in the movie. So, of course. but I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't think she, you know, I don't think so. And who's going to win? Uh, I fear. Uh-oh. Well, I fear Olivia Coleman is going to win. As well, great me, as she is in that movie. But, well, let me, but let I, me tell you something right now. If she wins, she better be going up to that podium with the doll under her arm. I want to see the doll. Uh, <laughs> I want her to hold the doll and just give her speech while holding that freaking uh, doll. Oh, my God. Uh, it's not that I didn't like the movie. I mean, the movie was just, uh, it was fine. I And she's very good in it. it well, listen, yeah. she, her getting a nomination, her winning, I mean, that's two Best Actress uh, wins I know. in a short span of time. She's cementing herself as like a, a, a major talents in terms of you know living actresses i would vote for nicole kidman i thought she was incredible right. in that role i think that was also a near impossible role to play I, I have to say i didn't believe she could do it and then i watched it and i was like well she did it like she yeah. did i really thought the casting choice was so strange i remember originally it was supposed to be kate blanchett correct yeah um and then she dropped out and then they said nicole kidman and i was like oh what like there's yeah. no way she and yeah. she did it so amazing so. yeah i don't know you know i don't know I, I'm, I'm not sure you know maybe that one will be a surprise it depends depends okay. you know who wins and all that just it just depends on so many things so yeah, but that's okay. my that's my instinct about it you yeah. know they gotta uh, get nominated first so yeah mm -hmm. 
All right, let's let's skip ahead. Let's let's get out of the acting uh, awards. Let's get into the screenplays uh, okay. because, as we know, of course, the chair writes a lot about writing, um, and so I trust your opinion. Who do you think uh, is going to be called out uh, for best original screenplay? Okay, so I think that I think the winner in this. Let me just say, I think the winner in this category is going to be Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Uh-huh. Do I think it's the best screenplay he's ever written? No, but I enjoyed the movie very much. Being you know having lived through that period in L.A. and I'll tell you why I think he's going to win. He has been nominated ten times for the Oscar, and what? he has never won. You're kidding! Os- not for all for screenplay. He has ten Oscar nominations. He has never won. That is wild. I had no idea. Wow. And it's not like he's going, you know, it's not like he didn't do a good job on the screenplay, but I, I think he's going to win. I also think um, Aaron Sorkin's going to get nominated for Being the Ricardos, which was just a great screenplay. Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Uh, Adam McKay will probably get nominated for Don't Look Up, although I don't know that I would nominate him, not that he cares. Uh, <laughs> I think the guy, Zach Balin, who wrote King Richard, will probably get a nomination. Oh, that's uh, an interesting one. Okay. I think so. You know, some people think Wes Anderson's going to get a nomination for French Dispatch. I, I, get, I do. I think I don't weigh in. I don't weigh in on his movies because I think that I'm just um, too square for his movies. <laughs> You are not. You are not. But I, I like the Rice Kingdom, but I yeah, yeah. But I will say for French Dispatch, it's a very ambitious um script because there's just yeah. so many stories. I definitely think that some of the stories in the film are better than others, but I think because of its sort of anthology style, like I think I think that's gonna give him a nomination. Maybe. Yeah. Might. It's very yeah. and they and the Academy loves to, you know, they love to nominate him. So they, do. they love him. They love him. All right, let's get into best adapted screenplay. I think uh I think the woman who wrote Coda, Sean Hedder, for sure. People really like that movie. Definitely Jane Campion, Power of the Dog. Probably Tony Kushner, West Side Story. I think Hamaguchi and his collaborator are going to get nominated for Drive My Car. Mm. Maybe Steve Levinson, who's a wonderful, wonderful writer for Tick, Tick, Boom. Maybe Maggie Gyllenhaal for Lost Daughter. Maybe Rebecca Hall for passing which you know also has been streaming into and maybe Guillermo del Toro and Kim Morgan from Nightmare Alley. Interesting you don't have Dune on the list. Do you, is that a is that a possible one for you, Dune? I had Dune in the yeah I do have Dune in the runner up list. I just think the screenplay was the weakest part of it. I mean I don't want to oh. actually I don't agree. Actually let me take that back. I don't think it was the weakest part of it. I think that it was limited because they were telling a limited story. It could be you know, it it could be. You know, it's hard when you're it's hard when you're predicting the, the stuff to not let your own uh, feelings get into it. So yeah, yeah. So those are my thoughts about that. Really briefly, with supporting actors, yes. I think Ariana DeBose, West Side Story, Kirsten Dunst, uh, Power of the Dog, definite. I think the woman who plays the mom in Belfast was so good. Katrina Katrina Balfe. Katrina Balfe was great. I think Marley Matlin's going to get nominated. For I think so too. I think she was great. She yeah. is really good in the film. And I also think that there's like, she, it's the film is like very charming, right? And, yeah. and there's something just so heartfelt about her performance and she's an imperfect person in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like a glorified perfect mother role. So I, I yeah, yeah, I think it's like an interesting role and she's wonderful in it. Yeah. And then the fifth one, it could be anybody. It could be Ruth Negga for passing. It could be, 
you know, Kate uh, Blanchett. I don't think Kate Blanchett's going to get nominated because it could either be for Don't Look Up or Nightmare Alley. Yeah. You have to specify which one it is. Yeah. Uh, maybe Rita Moreno. I don't think so, but maybe. Oh, wouldn't that be sweet, though? Would I would love sweet. that. But I don't know. I don't think they would put Rita up against Ariana DeBose. And I yeah, think I Ariana think so. DeBose absolutely should be nominated. I um, and so. I think her performance, obviously, is it, uh, Rita Moreno's performance is really powerful um, yeah. and memorable. So it could. I mean, it's it's entirely possible to have two nominees from the same film. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they I don't know if I don't know if they're like campaigning hard for her. I'll, I'll tell you something for supporting actor. I think the winner is going to be uh the the kid from um power of the dog cody smith uh mcphee but i also think the father from code is going to get nominated troy uh, oh yes uh, yes Hatcher. yes i think that kieran hines from belfast is the great the grandfather's wonderful part's going to get nominated jk simmons for playing uh william frawley fred mertz i think for sure is going to get nominated i think bradley cooper will get nominated for playing Crazy John Peters in Licorice Pizza. I he's, really but think But isn't so. he only in the film for five minutes? Yeah, well, maybe 12. Or, Sylvia Miles got nominated from the Night I, Cowboy back in the day, right? I know, I know, I know. But I, I'm i shocked, wait, that you don't have Ben Affleck on your list. I do. Five. I, I know you, you have him in, in, in Runners Up, but like, I think the campaign for him has been so intense. I think he's going to sneak in there. I just well, think for sure. Well, here's the thing. Andrew Garfield and Ben Affleck are the two people that I'm rooting the most for mm. because I thought it's the best performance probably he's ever given, or at least he's given in many years. Unfortunately, the movie is getting a little bit ignored. It's funny because I assigned it to my writing students this week. Um, I wanted them to see a new movie that was accessible you know, online and something that I thought would be somewhat relevant in terms of, you know, coming of age story. So I- uh, And what, what do they think? Or do you not know what the students think? I don't know yet. I'll, I'll, oh, find okay. out next week. I'll find out next week. But you know, it could be anybody. Jesse Plemons could get nominated for Power of the Dog. You know, Jamie Dornan plays the dad in Belfast is wonderful. Although I think the grandfather's gonna get nominated. Please not let it be Jared Leto. No. Lots of Gucci. Cause he's no. on a lot of people's lists. The, okay. And I like talk, him we, a lot. Can but. we talk about this? Can we be real about this? That is, he was a cartoon. There, I just feel like if he gets nominated over someone like Jesse Plemons, who like really dug deep, it's like Jared Leto's performance in House of Gucci is insane. It was so insane. I would venture to say they should take his Oscar back for Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> That's how insane I thought it was. Gosh, you know, it wasn't a human being. Right, it's a cartoon, and so like to me. But then I, but then part of me is like, well, but if if Gaga gets the nomination for Best Actress, it's not entirely out of the realm that people who like the film like liked his performance as cartoonish and as over the top and as camp. I dare say it was. You know what's funny is Al Pacino was way better than he was in the movie and was very and was campy, but it was a little bit real it was like a human person and i thought right. i actually he was excellent in the movie and sometimes you know we all can accuse al pacino of going a little bit over the top but but he was great i just that performance was i don't know well, if i hear jared leto's name i mean i'll be happy for the fashion moment for him on the on the red carpet because he never disappoints he um, <laughs> but at the same time it's like oh god oh my god i want to just mention one more thing yes, about please about best song oh, so it's, yes. it's between dos uh Argitas from from encanto 
written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes. Or Billie Eilish for No Time to Die. So I think, I think Billie Eilish is going to win, but I won't say that Lin-Manuel Miranda winning would be great because he has to be an EGOT winner, right? At some point. I mean, it's only a matter of time until this will cinch. This will cinch it, won't it? Well, what's interesting is, you know, Disney put up this song for him, this Dos Origita song, right? Um, but in the meantime, after they submitted that as their song nominee and made the shortlist, the song, We Don't Talk About Bruno, um, is now, you know, number two on the charts, sort yeah. of, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's gotten all this support and it's like, they didn't put that one up. And I yeah. feel like that's gonna hurt his chances yeah, because probably. I think everyone's gonna think an Encanto song, why isn't Bruno, you know, which is like the best song. So it was yeah. an interesting choice for them not to go with that one. Um, yeah. I also think it's interesting that this song, Dos Orequitos, it's a really sweet, uh, simple ballad. It's yeah. the least Lin-Manuel Miranda sounding song on the entire soundtrack. It's true. It is. And really it's like, there, in the other songs, you hear Hamilton, you hear In the Heights, you can hear the DNA of all of his other music in the other songs, except this one, yeah. which is like this very sort of sentimental, very beautiful, very like, you know, I mean, I hope they perform them live, fingers crossed, because yeah, I hate, I hate cool. when the songs are not performed. That's like a really gets under my skin. Um, but yeah, I agree. I want him to EGOT very badly. I think he deserves it. Uh, but I mean, your girl, Billie Eilish, I don't know. Steve I mean I listen that song is a wonderful song I watched the James Bond movie I did a DVD of it because as I said I'm not I, I don't feel quite safe enough going well I almost went to the movie theater to see West Side Story but then I received a link to it so I illegally by the way because <laughs> very important very important no I do mention. not do illegal uh links it was from the uh I believe it was from the writer's guild and we got a new tv so I thought okay I'll just you know very big screen tv but um I watched the James Bond movies and um I liked it to be honest with you I mean it you know, I wouldn't put it up against the best movies of the year, but I liked it. And the song works really well in the movie, even though it's sort of a, I don't, did you see the movie, Holly? I don't I know. Have not, I have not seen it, but I've heard the song and the song it, is good. It's good. The song's really good. And the song is really, a, in, it, it covers the credit interlude in the movie, but there's this transition in time that it covers. And it it's a it's the vocals are really good really well done so i you know that i don't think it would just be about to pop music that they would give right. it, you know just give it to her well i mean look there's a very storied history i mean even in the last 10 years i mean adele has a oscar for a bond song yeah. sam smith for uh, a bond film there is this you know obviously precedence for Bond songs being, you know, very popular in terms of best songs. So it's also um, a, a good song. It's yes. a really good song. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be an interesting category. And certainly, you know, those two will for sure be nominated. So we'll see yeah. how those uh, measure up. All right, Steve. So I think we, we covered a lot here about our, our predictions about the nominations. And of course, we'll have another podcast once the nominations come out to see um, how close you were to the bullseye. But I have a feeling you're you're right on target there. Oh, um, but 
But is there any, I'll ask you just to close it out. Is there any one of these nominees that you would truly be heartbroken if they weren't nominated other than Andrew Garfield? I would be heartbroken if Aaron Sorkin was not nominated for screenplay. I've already made my piece that he won't be nominated, probably won't be nominated for director, even though I think he should be. I want Ben Affleck to be nominated, even though I don't. I knew you did. I knew you will. did. <laughs> I, I, I would be really disappointed if he wasn't nominated, just because I thought he was excellent in the movie. I related to his performance. So I'd be really heartbroken about that. Uh, and Nicole Kidman should be nominated for playing Lucy. My God. You oh, know, my God. All the performances... The performances that get the most attention are things like, uh, and I'm not saying Olivia Coleman wasn't great in Lost Daughter because she was, but those are the kind of performances that get Oscar attention, her, Benedict Cumberbatch. And I think, you know, try doing what Nicole Kidman had to do. There's very few people that could do that. And I think there are great actresses who could have played Olivia Coleman's part. You know, I mean, it's that kind of part, but I, I think that was a really difficult lift. That's a really good point. No, that's a really, really good point. When we really think about like the acting, like becoming the character um, and, and having, to, having to take on a role that's so iconic, so known um, and to sell it so well, I think I think you're right. I, I, I think we'll be hearing her name for sure. Ben Affleck, I also think yes, but I'm not so sure. We'll see um, if that comes up uh, for sure. That will be a, a surprise, but a welcome surprise for- And you, for, what about uh, you? What about um, you? It's well- I mean, kind of the same. Um, I think, honestly, I really liked Coda. And I think I would be heartbroken if it didn't break into the best picture race. Not that I think it's going to win, but I just think it's, it's, there's not enough of these sort of small, really like getting completely um, absorbed into their world. And I just thought Coda was so heartwarming um, and it's such a well-made film too. Um, and, you know, I would be really happy if it made it into the best picture. I think I'd be very disappointed if it if it was excluded from that. So fingers Agreed. crossed. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yes. All right. All right. So listen, everybody, we are going to be back with an ongoing handful of Oscar related movie related podcasts. I know we've been we've been off for a while, but uh, we are we are going to stay with it. And so please um, tune in. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Buzz Sprout. Buzz <laughs> Sprout. Uh, and and it's on the uh, notes from a chair uh, com or a blog. It's oh, there's a link to it there. What is the Saturday Night Live skit? Click and subscribe. <laughs> And the link below. All right. Yes. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, and we will see you very soon. Bye. Bye-bye.